0: welcome to the vandy sports podcast i'm your host chris lee our guest today seabass of wnws in jackson tennessee We are looking for a presenting sponsor, so if you're interested in supporting good journalism, give me a shout. Email is chrislee70 at gmail.com. Today's news is presented by Sutherland and Belk, a family-owned injury law firm. If you or a loved one has been hurt in any type of accident, give Taylor or Russell a call at 615-846-6200. See what your rights are and if they can help. Trayvon Thomas has committed to Vanderbilt. He is a two-star point guard out of Ontario, Canada. He will be in the 2020 class. Our guest line, presented by Bowling Branch, started by Vanderbilt graduates Scott and Missy Tannen. I had no clue how comfortable Bowling Branch sheets were until I got them. They are Fair Trade certified, meaning they are made under safe conditions by men and women treated and paid fairly. Try them free for a month. You can return them, but you won't want to. Once you get the sheets, try the mattress. That was voted the best mattress of 2018. Go to bowlingbranch.com. That's spelled B-O-L-L. Enter the promo code Vandy and get fifty dollars off your first set of sheets. Sea bass is with us, as is the case most every week. He resides at w n w s in Jackson, Tennessee. Does he? <laughs> well, do you? it seems like you do these days
1: <laughs> uh, it depends on what, what what time is it Three. three 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 twenty uh at the moment, yes, that's true.
0: you probably feel like you're living in a casino these days where you don't know if it's dark or it's
1: yeah. It's interesting.
0: Yes, our friend Bass has been on the end of a radio merger, a surprise radio merger, or buyout, or
1: however you want to put it, and is working
0: pretty crazy hours these days, right?
1: Yeah, it is strange to say the least. It is not what we were expecting to do. We were in the litigation with somebody else going in, uh, expecting to win, and we get a call saying, instead, we've sold to them. So, <laughs> what? <laughs> It was definitely different. So uh, we're still ironing out all the details right now. But uh, I've been at that same station for 20 years. So it was definitely unexpected, I'll tell you that.
0: Yeah, that sounds like my whole year. But what a time. Time's a beautiful time to be alive, my friend. Someone tweeted today that I think the Lincoln
1: Tunnel has sprung a leak. I (laughs) saw that. (laughs) <laughs> I saw that. Oh, yeah, man, you know, no more of these. There's not going to be any more. I'm not going to do any more of these. Yeah, but this year is going to be better. You know, I can't wait to see what 2020 holds. Really? <laughs> I'm not even going to, I'm not even going to tempt fate like that. We'll just take it as it comes. It's, 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 it's been a, a bear for everybody out there. No question.
0: Before we get to Vandy, do you think there's going to be football this fall? I think so.
1: I, I, I think so. But I mean, <laughs> who 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 can speak in certainties when it comes to that subject? Is is what I want to know. Uh, I, I don't know how it's possible to do that at this point. I'm exhausted I know by that, it all.
0: I'm I need to find yeah. and this is probably I need to find a place where I can just get the news on the stuff, know it's accurate and it's not politically spun either
1: way. That's what I would like. please. Yeah. I just want to have a night, you know, a show where there's nothing about name changes and nothing about COVID-19, just the games and the people that play them. I miss those. I I knew I loved it. I've made a career out of it. I just didn't know how much I would miss it because I never thought it would be gone. You know, i never thought I'd ever have to do without it for any length of time. And I'm afraid it's conditioning people to get used to that. You know, to things like that. I mean, it's harder and harder to find people who actually want to talk about who's going to do. I mean, you know, Chris, we start Major League Baseball a week from today. I know, and I've gotten tired today.
0: of covering bad sports. I lost the only good sport I had to cover. We've been through that, but now I'm starting to wonder if covering bad sports isn't better than just not having any sports to cover.
1: Yes. Yes, uh, at this point, yes, because I've lived the last three or four months of my life without it. So uh, at this point, yes, I will take bad sports. Let's talk
0: Vandy. The article that I wrote got a ton of attention. I think it's the most viewed thing I've ever written. I'm guessing, have you had a chance to read it by now, or have you still been in your own?
1: I read it yesterday.
0: Yeah, okay. What did you
1: think? First of all, very well done. As expected, I've, and I've known Chris for, I guess I've known you almost 20 years. His work is thorough. It's researched and was sourced by, I think you said 12 people, uh, 12 different people, something like that. And uh, yeah, I, I'll, I'll just say this. I didn't find, uh, sadly, I didn't find anything in there was particularly surprising. You know, I don't feel that, that you misrepresented uh, and it was good to get uh, to hear other people uh, that, that that have been directly involved with this and that people who who lived it athletically uh, and, and get their opinions on it. It's not anything that overly surprised me because you and I talk a lot, but, but it's just kind of valid.
0: You know, I titled the story, I think, behind the curtain and this was unintentional, but it feels like I've pulled back the curtain on the wizard of Oz, and i look at him like that's all that's there
1: best i remember out that movie though the wizard turned about out to be all right and and everything worked out so uh, i don't know if it's, it is if that's the case or not but you know I, i'll say this in reading your story i would love to tell you i was taken aback you know i was blown away about what i was reading but i wasn't really surprised about much and amazingly, still there are people on social media and whatnot that read their story that I, I'm not sure by end. But there are still people that are somehow actually defending this this athletic department. Yeah, I mean, and, and again, I, I saw someone calling in credibility and you know truthfulness and all this other stuff, and I had to address it because I, I knew it was utterly ridiculous and wasn't that was not the case, you know, because what I'd love to ask it, to what end? What, what, motivation, there's no monetary gain. There's nothing for you to gain by slandering and not telling the truth about what you've seen, you've put the hours in, you've checked your sources, you went with what is just, I mean, sorry, but you, you told the truth, you know, and there's people that simply don't like that or refuse to accept it. But I, I you know, I've, I've known you for years. What you told is, is, is what you, is the information that you were given. And I even asked you, did I tell everybody, Chris, I even asked yesterday, is on uh, 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 just you and me, I said, Chris, is there anything on there that that you feel is, is, is misleading or any of that in any way? You know, I mean, you had the opportunity not to push in. You did. You stand behind it. What else do you need? I mean, I, I think your work has spoken for itself. I mean, I'm, I believe what
0: I read. Well, trust me. First of all, you have talked to me. We've talked a lot privately the last six months as I have done sort of some investigative journalism and turned over a lot of stuff. And you know, there's still a ton of stuff that I've never talked about because I'm not ready to, or I, it's maybe not quite well sourced enough, or just for whatever reason, I can't run it right. But you also know, and I think that the voices that are shouting out against it are probably fewer in number. I don't spend a whole lot of time on Twitter searching my name or seeing what people are saying. I do respond to some of the comments sometimes and things like that because I think that's kind of what you do. People want to know, right? But you know this is not something that has come easily or without a cost for me. And I don't mean to say I'm a martyr because I'm not, right? I mean, the world is hurting in a lot of places. That's not what I'm saying. The point I am making, though, is when you get your motive question and stuff like that, it's like, you say, why would I do this? It's not helped me in a lot of ways. It's not made my life easier. The only reason I've done this is because I think there's a story to be told, and I think there's, by the way, still a lot more to come. The longer I dive into this, it's more dysfunctional than I had ever imagined. I mean, I'll give you an example, and we'll get back to some other stuff, but like right now, the players on the football team have been without air conditioning in the locker room most or all of the summer. Like, how is this happening? How could you not get basic stuff? And it goes beyond that. There's some other stuff. I'm not kidding you when I'm saying, like, they can't take care of players' basic needs. So all this stuff about how poor the department runs, this is not just a, hey, build a football stadium. This filters down way, way beyond that. And
1: well, th- there's more there, but I'm going to stop there for now. Well, let me ask you this though. Uh, then, uh, if they, you know, with, with some of these things being the case, does that give? I won't say a pass, but does that give a little bit of reprieve to to some of the people uh, who who uh, are? I won't say anti Mason, but uh, feel like he is just. I mean. Less than still or not up to snuff, whatever you want to call it. Uh, does he get a little of a reprieve, knowing that he's got basically zero representation uh, from his own university when no one else in this conference uh, that I know of plays on plays by that? I mean, he's already got he's already handcuffed in so many ways. But when the pro the, the institution itself uh, holds you back, does he get some type of reprieve there? I will say
0: this about Derek. Okay. I do think the conditions or I'm learning tougher than I ever knew. And I will give Derek a pass on this. He doesn't do a lot of private complaining about how tough it is. Now, what I don't like are his press conferences where he doesn't take responsibility for stuff that he can control. And I still don't think he's very organized. I don't think he's as organized as on top of things as a head coach should be. And so I don't know how much it would matter. I can't say it doesn't matter because When You can't get basics right. That affects any coach. But I do have some sympathy for him now that maybe I didn't have a few weeks or months back. And I will also say for this, I don't think that Derek handled a lot of things really well last year. But there is a sense from some people on that team that at least they feel that the coach sticks up for them on some things, even if he doesn't have a lot of power to do
1: much. And how can an SEC coach be expected to truly and adequately do his job? I mean, when he's already in the gauntlet, and he's and 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 his SEC foes aren't even his biggest opponent. See, well, I, I mean, that, that's why do you gauge? How do you gauge anything?
0: It's just gotten to the point; it's crazy. And again, I sometimes, yeah, there, there's been plenty of times where I've chased down stories, and I'm like, am I taking crazy pills here? And I've called back sources and said, wait, did you tell me that? Is that really what you said? Did I hear you correctly? And it'll be, yeah, and then I'll, I'll go and run it by another source. And yeah, that's the truth. Now it's turning it almost into a... Maslow's hierarchy of needs, if you're familiar with that, like they don't even get basic I am needs quite met. Aware. They don't even get yeah, basic I- needs met sometime. I mean it is it is crazy. The lack of leadership that comes from that school and the lack of concern for its players. It goes way beyond facilities. And people ought to be pissed
1: off. Yeah, man. Yeah, I took Intro to Psychology. I remember Maslow's hierarchy of needs. I just never thought that that would find its way onto an SEC school spot podcast. That's fantastic. A great job. Well, I mean, they're the gift that keeps on
0: giving. It just—it's a bottomless pit of stuff.
1: Yeah, that's. uh, But you know, the only reason that I said anything on social media. I'll step up when I see something like that. Somebody's question, the credibility of a friend that I know, uh, and, and as, who, as, as you, as have mentioned, though, you won't come out and say it, Chris is, you've directly lost as a result of this, you're a loser in this situation, you know, bottom line. And, and especially having a few people that know you and know you well call that into, into question and, and accuse you of this when they know better, when they know better and they still do it anyway, i got no respect for that.
0: You know, I feel like the school just tells on itself at every turn, right? Because if I'm wrong about stuff, it would not be hard to prove me wrong, right? All you would have to say is, oh, hey, here's our plans. Here's what we're going to do. There's none of that. So if anybody would care to point to the scoreboard and tell me where I'm wrong about this stuff— And tell me where my pessimism for things has gone off track. And base it in facts. Nothing else. Just point to the facts and show me. Let's have at it. But nobody has done that. And and you know what? I have not made this personal at any point, okay? And you know how much stuff I have put up with for the last six months that I have never told the public. Because I just don't think that's really good. But there comes some point where you have to get on the offensive a little bit. And I think there's a few things I need to get off my chest here. If I'm wrong about something, then that play, those people at that place need to come to me and tell me. They have got my phone number. They know where I am. They know where to find me in a press box. I am not hard to locate. I have reached out to them so many times for comment and been rebuffed at every turn. And I'll tell you what's some bull, okay? Again, if you want to rebut me, come with the facts. You show me stuff. But to leak out of that athletic department that I got my facts wrong, that I don't know what I'm talking about, that I've got an agenda, and to put that stuff out there to people when it's nonsense and you can't come to me and tell me stuff because you know I've been looking to get the truth of the story. This is what has made me suspicious of them for so long. They cannot debate you on the facts and the evidence. So what they do is they leak out little things and get their little moles to do their work, and they start poisoning the well against you and your credibility. And you know what? I have been been putting up with that stuff for months, and I've kept my mouth shut. But when it affects your livelihood and your credibility, I'm sorry. It's time to go on the offensive a little bit. The other thing I want to say is I feel like they keep telling on themselves with the stuff they come out with. The thing that Candace put out this morning, we're doing this on Thursday. There was nothing new in there. Nothing. It was, okay, the locker project. Well, great. You know, everybody's known about that. That, That's been on the table for 10 years or more. They still can't give you a date. They still still can't say when they're going to start. They can't tell you anything. So that's one thing. The other thing is the Huber gift. Well, I mean, that's old news. That was January or February. We know about that. It's like she puts out press releases and talks about transparency and reaching out and communication. It's almost like she thinks if she talks about it and tells people about it enough that people are going to believe it. And people have called bull on it. And they should. There's nothing new in that release this morning.
1: They knew that when they released it. <laughs> you know, I mean, uh, I think what they're counting on is the fact that, that that you're talking about a group of people that are so beat down and that they don't even care anymore, you know, and now it's more cosmetic than anything else. You know, there's not, a, you know, Chris, there's not enough people that are mad enough. There's not a gr- big enough group of people that are mad enough in their minds to make a difference. So you can do these cosmetic things and look, oh, look at this. When, as you mentioned, that's old news. That's old news. said something on the board then i honestly i i hardly post i I still read but hardly post on the board anymore um maybe when we get back to sports that that, that'll change a little bit but uh, my thing was i don't understand how someone who played there who has so much sweat equity there you know who who understands what Vanderbilt athletes, uh, you know, go through who, you know, know what it's like to, to, to be a student there, uh, how you can just, this is the best you got, you know, that, that, that you it's about company lines, and I get it. She because I, I think you said in your in your story, if I remember correctly, that basically uh, everything that she knows about the job she's learned she learned from David Williams, and I get that. I mean, it's uh, you know, it's it's part of the the learning and teaching. I get all that, but you know what it's like to be a Vanderbilt athlete. What those cats right now are going through. Why wouldn't you give tooth and nail? You know, it's blood, sweat, and tears to absolutely make sure they get everything they can possibly have to have the best Vanderbilt experience, you know, while they're there, uh, in every conceivable way, instead of just the same old, same old. And the results speak for themselves, y'all. Stop hiding behind things and just say, just tell the truth. Because look, you can talk about people, whining and all this other stuff, but there's not a fan base in America that would put up with this, not one, and just turn this. Well, you know, hey, it's great, yeah, go team. Who's going to do that, and why would you want them to? If, if, if I think it's it's easy to say what you do in somebody else's shoes, but if I were if I were Candice, I would say, you know what, you're you're going to have to fire me uh before I I I, I shortchange the student athletes here. They're going to get everything that I can possibly do. And I'm going to make sure that you know what it is. I'm not going to sit here and say, you'll just see it's going to unfold. Well, Ted's coming in the future tonight. Today's not the appropriate time. It's never the appropriate time. It's always not now. I mean, make sure that those athletes know that you are fighting for them right now. And I, look, I get it. There was a lot of reaction when she got the job. I understand stand, all that from athletes. I, I get all that. But can you honestly say that she were leaving no stone unturned? For the athletes there because it looks a whole lot like the same old same old now now here's what I maybe maybe she is and she's meeting us uh, a brick wall at every turn, but that's when you say you know what same th- some things are more important. And i'm not going to let you do this you're not going to run my reputation, I love this university i'm gonna fight to the death uh for it and for the people that make it up. And then, you know, you get the situation where they act like, oh well we didn't we didn't do anything with these with these folks in this in, in the communication department. They're you know reshuffled and all this other stuff and everything's great. When they're when those people that you let go are literally on Twitter telling you that's not the case. It should matter. To these folks but it just doesn't and I don't know what to do I am I've never Chris I've never as mad as I've gotten I've always known that in the you know in that uh, voice in my head yeah but you're you're gonna at the end of the day you're you're gonna stay a Vanderbilt fan you're gonna keep following because it just matters too much to you I've never been this apathetic about Vanderbilt Athletics in my life
0: the decision they made was terrible that's her first really big act as AD and she gets rid of some of the best employees in her department. And instead of maybe saying, you know, let, maybe we should back off and reconsider this, you know, it, it's like they've thrown those people under the bus and then they back up and run over them. <laughs> and they, and I don't, this isn't funny. And then they look up and they're like, ah, okay. And then they put the bus in gear and go forward and run over them again.
1: How can you possibly allow? What was the memo, Chris? About not allowing uh, not allowing uh, inter inter interdepartmental communication uh, about athletic achievement and whatnot. Department
0: oh that. yeah, that one. That was in internal communications. At one point, the directive had been issued: just don't even mention sports in that. In other words, let's just pretend like these guys don't exist.
1: How can you allow that to happen and say you're and, and say you're putting your best foot forward?
0: Well, let me go one step further, okay? You got the university out there just patting itself on the back about social justice, one thing after another. You got a whole lot of minority athletes on your campus. Tell me how you reconcile those things. Uh, I, I don't know. Go. Oh, uh, are you looking for an answer from me? Well, I think that was rhetorical because you can't, obviously, huh. right? Right. I don't know. I, I don't know what else to say at this point. Would you like to do the mailbag? No,
1: not yet, actually. Okay. <laughs> not, not, not yet. Not yet. <laughs> well, I, do, I would like to get to it eventually. Yes. Well, you are the guest. Uh, but uh, I want to talk about Stackhouse. Okay. Starting to get some juice on the on the recruiting front. I mean, uh, you know, they've been linked to a couple of really good players and uh, uh, with, with smoke, uh, you know, it coming from VU, looking like they have an opportunity here to pick up a really a couple of really good players.
0: Yeah, uh, I mean, it's it's sounding that way. I think these are, you know, where he gets most of his kids are where he's got connections. Um, I think they had one with Tyron Lawrence, maybe somebody in his family. I, I could be wrong. I'm not reporting. I'm just telling you something that I've heard that I've not been able to, to verify. Excuse me, verify, but it does seem like and look, that's smart, right? You go where you of have course. fertile ground, and I guess my. And look, if he can do it, yeah, you know, I I don't care how Jerry Stackhouse does it, right? I don't right. think his process has been good. You know, if you can succeed playing point guard, walking on your hands and dribbling with your your feet, then have at it. You know, whatever works for you.
1: Yeah, because uh, you know, like like I was gonna say, yeah, you definitely got to give credit for working the contacts, whatever the case may be, because I mean, look, let me tell you something. There's not a, a great SEC football coach out there that doesn't work his pipeline and his connections at, at, at schools that he knows. You know, he has an end with with the coach, or you know, if a particular school is known for producing players, for a particular school, you work that. So, you know, whatever it takes. If it's cousin of a cousin, or you, your your friend coached this kid, you know, AAU, whatever the case may be whatever it takes to fill out that roster with, with the top players, I am more than okay with, you know, and, I mean, clear, and clearly he's uh, geared towards the the perimeter on this class. And, uh, you know, I've, I've, I've taken a look at both of these cats that they're really in on, uh, with an opportunity to get it. And the the kid out of, uh, Pennsylvania. And he's a lefty, but that dude can absolutely fill it up. One of the best shooters I've seen in the class.
0: Anything else before we get to the mailbag? No. Well, let's do the mailbag then. It is sponsored by Vanderbilt fan Josh Minton, an independent insurance agent operating out of Brentwood who can take care of all your insurance needs. Call him today, 615-933-1979. Email him at josh at hqinsurance.com. Follow him on Twitter at HQ or at facebook.com forward slash HQ. He's my insurance agent. Give him a try. Tell him you heard about it here. VU in Georgia says, how do you maintain faith in Vanderbilt football at this point of time?
1: Mm. <laughs> how do you do that? Um, can I come up with a crappy and creative answer for this, Chris? <laughs> I put no parameters on the, the answers. I'm just seeing if it's possible. Uh, you know, I, the the only thing that I can say is, as I've mentioned a couple times, I, I personally like the way that recruiting has gone lately. I think that some of the coaching hires uh, have been for the positive, uh, that they have been upgrades. Uh, I mean, I, I don't dispute the fact that there are – multiple question marks, uh, all, all, all over this, this roster. There, there's no doubt about that. Um, and especially given the fact that we don't play the non-conference games, I'm trying to find wins, you know, uh, on, on the schedule. And that's going to be difficult, but, You know, as I mentioned, I like the recruiting. We return a lot of starters on defense. uh, And whoever the quarterback is, even though it's going to be a first-time starter for this program, uh, a couple of those pieces coming in, I'm really high on, you know. So, I mean, there are things to look forward to. Uh, There's no question about that. But, I mean, it's – I mean, if if we stack it up against our conference brethren, it's hard. I mean, it's extremely difficult. But, you know, it's always been difficult, too. You know, uh, it's just look. I, I think right now it's just that everything is kind of weighing on us right now, with with not having the sports and all this craziness going on on the campus itself, inside the athletic department and, and Kirkland and stuff like that. There's so much negative going on there. But if you're asking uh, for for the reasons why you can you can be uh, you can have a little faith. I guess the aforementioned things would be it. You know, because, I mean, like, I don't expect a team to win five games this year, six games. I don't. I, I don't think their roster in, in, is to do that. But I think they have made significant improvements. Uh, you know, it's just that the, the issues that they have are major issues at major positions that you don't want to go into the season with.
0: Mr. Vandy says, do you think any of the pro sports teams will finish the seasons after they get started?
1: any of the who pro sports leagues? Oh, okay. Well, you know, that's a great question. You know, my first inclination would have been to say to you that it would be baseball. Um, it's just that, uh, if you remember, I think it was, uh, was it about a week ago, Chris, um, you may have heard this or may not, but, uh, Rob Manfred was basically quoted as saying he, he'd be surprised if they got the 60 in, you know, Now, again, that's pure speculation, but he is the baseball commissioner. Uh, And even though it's been the game, the the season's been reduced by over 100 games, he did say that. So, um, you know, I I think the NFL has said, what, if a player tests positive, they're going to miss three games uh, for a test positive or three weeks is what it is. They'll be out for three weeks if they test positive. Um, You know, I I, I can't really answer that. I, I think that, if I had to pick one, uh, you know, basically the NBA's in a bubble. You know, they've had people test positive and, and whatnot. But uh, then the other side is I'll say something else for baseball. Look, you've got players who have tested positive who are already back and ready to go. Look at Tommy Pham, Chris. He tested positive and you're supposed to be quarantined for two weeks and get two negative tests in a row before you're clear to play. He he was back at a little over after a week. And he's out now, uh, and and playing. He played an uh, inter league scrimmage, an inter squad scrimmage yesterday. Which, by the way, uh, I sent you a text about this yesterday. But did you know that Robert Hassel III will start in the scrimmage for one of the one of the team wide uh, game between, for the San Diego Padres at Petco? He's starting in right field.
0: Isn't that crazy?
1: Can you imagine
0: what a weird few months it's been for him? Like the only baseball he's played in a formal setting has been (laughs) with with the with the real San Diego Padres. I mean, no high school. (laughs) You get drafted, and next thing you know, you're playing with those guys in the summer.
1: You know, or or you're hitting. You know, you're you're hitting. Fernando Tatis on a cutoff. I mean, it's just crazy. You're batting after Manny Machado, you know, trying to advance him over. I mean, it's just like, wait a minute. I was playing high school baseball a couple of months ago, you know, and now I'm playing with Manny Machado and Fernando Tatis. You know, now, is is he going to make that 30-man roster? No, clearly not. I mean, no, there's no way. But... But you know, I mean, what experience that must be! You know what I'm saying? An invaluable experience uh, to do that. Most people cut their teeth in the in the in the on the lowest level, you know, low A, whatever the case may be. Uh, the first baseball he gets is sitting in Petco playing, play, you know, batting against people like Garrett Richards, you know, you know, Chris Paddock. McKenzie Gore, uh, people like that. So congratulations to Robert, but I, you know, if you make me pick one, I would think, uh, I would say either I'd say probably the NBA, just because I heard the commissioner for one of those sports say, he'd be surprised if they got the 60 in. And I think the, the toughest one would be football, despite the sheer numbers of it all, you know? Uh, so, I mean, if I had to pick one, Chris, I'd probably say basketball. What about you?
0: Oh, I don't know. I just throw my hands up at all of it, honestly. I don't listen and follow the daily COVID news. I don't have any predictions anymore. I've just kind of taken the approach, you know, tell me when the games are played and then I'll show up. But I am I will pass no, along me. what I get to people and say, this is what I'm hearing from the league. I'm just over it. Just like, just yeah, tell me when me they too. play and tell me where I need to be in the press box to cover games and let's ride.
1: Yeah. You know, I've been doing a show for four months uh, with with no sports, and one. And I had a caller last night, and they were calling about the name change and all, and they're a mild sports fan in the first place. I was like, look, man, come on, uh, enough, uh, uh, enough. You know, let's talk about what these teams are going to do and stuff like that. I'm uh, inundated with COVID-19 and name change for this reason and that reason. Enough. I've heard it all. There's nothing original you can say to me in regards to that. Let's talk about the games or just move along. Jeez. I mean, why do you want to wallow in the mire? I really don't get it. Haven't you had a nut on every other angle when you turn on every other channel? Don't you want some type of release? You need to let it affect your sport as well. But some people do
0: vandyfan 96 says, what, if anything, can fans who love Vanderbilt do to support positive change in the direction of the athletic department, facilities, upgrades,
1: et cetera? Man, I mean, I just think that you have to do like, you know, I mean, look, not everybody's going to have a a podcast or a forum like Chris. But, I mean, I, I think one of the reasons that they are able to get away with this stuff is because, I mean, they know all we got to do is beat them down a little more and they're not going to say anything. There's not enough of them to make a noise, but make the biggest of stinks because the one of unfortunately your absence from the games, like it, you know, the effect that it would have on really pretty much everyone else is completely irrelevant to them. You know? So, I, I mean, I don't, I don't really know. I mean, they take chances on pissing off their rich donors. So I mean, are they going to about be worried about John Q public? I don't think so, but you know, the one thing that does kind of give me hope about that is remember how embarrassed they were with the, uh, with, uh, when Adam and retro was doing their thing and that article of the university got embarrassed. They need to be embarrassed more. We need to be able to do that. I don't know how individual fans can do that. Uh, but you don't just throw your hands up because that's what they're counting on. They want you to go away. They want you to flat go away. They do not care about you being putting your butt in that stadium on Saturdays uh, or going to basketball games. If they did, they would never act this way. Never, never would they treat their consumers this way.
0: Bobby Two times says, Will CBAS lead the newly founded group that holds Vanderbilt accountable in support of sports that, uh, that Chris has suggested?
1: two times, says everything twice, everything twice. Uh, yeah, I would, man. Heck yeah. I mean, I'm all in. I got Chris's back all the way. Well, I think that
0: group has got to be former players and significant boosters, and I think it needs to have a significant minority presence. I think that's the only thing that might get their attention. I don't think that Joe fan on the street or or somebody like me would change a lot, but I think if you get a significant minority presence involved, um, and some some players with some names and some clout, then maybe you've got a chance.
1: Man, if, if my show originated from there, and not that Yang that we did a couple of years ago, which was not me. I mean, it was me, but that, as you know, Chris, that wasn't hot me. Um, man, I wouldn't stop. They'd had they'd have to take me off because <laughs> I wouldn't stop. I, I would not stop until they were forced. It, or you know, if if you know as much as I possibly possibly could, I w- I would do everything in my mind to force them to stop saying, uh, you know, oh, uh, you know, and misdirecting people. And I would make them answer to the best of my possible ability, whatever that be, you know, and Adam did that and Joe did that. And, 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 and you're certainly doing that, you know, but now they think, cause now they think they can just, uh, you know, oh, it's not the proper time or, oh, we're about to announce this and that and nothing ever happens. Uh, but you want to know what you can do. Don't let them get away with that. Demand it. Demand it, but unfortunately, your absence from games is not a way to do it because they've clearly shown they don't care if you come to the game or not. So I don't know. I mean, you generally usually you can speak with your with your dollar, right? You know that that's that's how it normally works. In this case, they don't care about that. So I, I don't know. I think the one thing they don't like is being publicly uh, publicly shunned or, or humiliated. They don't like that. I don't know how
0: much shame they have. I really don't. I thought that Sparks' Rexroad article was going to change everything, and for a while it did. But, man, they just went back to business as usual. And I said this on the radio this morning. I think that Turner did some things wrong, uh, and I think they were looking to fire him. I don't think it was the things that he did wrong that got him fired as much as was the things he did right.
1: Yeah. Yeah, I, I I think that's probably right, you know, and I thought so, too, by the way. I thought that was going to be the uh, I think I thought it was the catalyst and I was going to be the the agent of change. And like you said, it looked like it was headed that way. But I mean, I, I think they just counted on, you know, just all right, we'll ride this initial storm out. Don't they'll forget. They'll go on to something else. There's not enough of them anyway. And I think they count on that stuff. But, you know, I mean, look, we bag on 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 particular individuals and you know i mean they certainly have their culpability there but there's you know people that hadn't even mentioned in this show today that you know good and well they're behind this you know and they get to skate scot-free scot-free I mean, to determine what the, the how wh- how what affects the rest of us they get to and that sucks one thing
0: that i hope people walked away with in that article I don't know that it's... I mean, yes, it's a who problem, right? Somebody's behind stuff. And and I think that I would point the finger at a couple of people in Kirkland Hall in particular. Um, and I would say mostly Susan Wente. I think she's... I'm not going to say she's public enemy number one, but she would be high on the list in terms of people that have really hurt athletics and the opinions of many that I've talked to. So this isn't just me talking out loud and giving you something unfounded. But... I think that one thing that was in the piece I wrote that was interesting is it's really more the prevailing climate on campus, and that's something that's existed probably before Susan Wente was even born. It's this thing that sports are just kids' games, and they don't matter that much, and therefore we shouldn't treat them too seriously. It's the culture that they've got to get beyond. And again, you read the press release that came out this morning. There's no talk of winning and losing, and there never is in anything that Candace Lee's put out or that the school puts out. It is all, you know, they, they put social justice top or near the top of every press release, mm. but there's no winning or losing. And, and again, you know, say what you want, but check the scoreboard and look at the evidence and you tell me where I'm wrong, because if you're going to find it in what's out there publicly, it's just not there.
1: Yeah, and and I think that those those people should have to answer some of those questions. Why are you before she was born? That's not an acceptable reason. That's not accept. That's 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 unacceptable. I mean, you got people at home unemployed now. You're mandating that 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 people uh, not in, interdepartmentally uh, promote athletics. You know, then don't accept that's forty-five. What is it? Point three million dollars? Like, don't accept it. Don't don't be a hypocrite. You know, if, if you either do or you don't, drop it all and say, you know what, you know this is just not who we are. Keep your money. We'll do something else, and let us know. We can all get on with the rat killing, get on about our lives. Stop pretending. Answer questions that are that are asked of you, or the people. I mean, because at the end of the day, we are their customers, right, Chris? I mean, I, even for people that don't go there, you know, they ask us uh, to, to to spend money, uh, and we have, you know, are, we we are their customers, right? Or am I missing this? I I don't I don't so know if customers
0: I don't know if customers even enters the equation over there.
1: Y'all are wrong. <laughs> just, just saying y'all y'all are dead wrong uh I, I wish I could do something to affect it but chris I mean that I mean that article it didn't really tell me anything I already didn't know or pretty much figure but I mean I think it really speaks to just how dire this situation is and how far down we really are you know and then it comes out say hey we want to we want some bowling championships and 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 it's stop know the room Come on, man. Know your room. You know that's not what's going to stir the, the the drink here. That's that's such a kiflotic way of looking at it, man. I just I, I couldn't believe what I was reading.
0: Last one from Ann Arbor, door. Um, high school sports question: If football moves to spring, do you think they would move traditional spring sports or try to double up and do it all in spring? And do you think the approach would be any different than college? I'll let you have at that.
1: Man, I don't know. You know, we've had uh I had Matthew Gillespie on with the T He's the assistant executive director on there, and you know, and they're still trying to work out uh they 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 presented four different options and they were set to vote on that last week and didn't do so. Uh their schedule it's initially slated for September the eighteenth to be the start with Different possibilities, ranging from uh, you know playing seven regular season games and having uh, four teams from each region to having only region winners to actually playing all ten games and having no playoffs whatsoever. You know, I I I, I honestly I I don't know, I, and I don't think they know. I know this. I know they desperately want to have football. Uh, Is it going to bankrupt the TWSAA? No, because I've heard people say that. That's not the case. It's not going to bankrupt the TWSAA, but it will absolutely put a beat down on some of these schools, especially smaller ones who, I mean, let's just face it, Chris, their athletic department is completely or almost completely dependent upon their football programs. I think they have to try to find a way uh, to get it in as best they possibly can. But, you know, I mean, right now, I don't know. There's more, just so many more questions, and there are answers in regards to that.
0: Yeah, it's a crazy time, man.
1: No doubt. Magical time.
0: Magical. (laughs) I'm feeling the magic with baseball (laughs) around the corner. Although, I have to say this. I think the way that whole thing played out with the labor dispute really took a lot of the wind out of my sails. I thought I'd be glued to the news, and and, well, uh, to be honest, my my last four or five days have been consumed with this piece I've been writing and the media appearances and stuff like that, but I really thought I'd be more into baseball than I've been and just checking all the news and stuff, and I just, it hasn't been that way. I don't know, I I think that they really squash the spirits of a lot of people with all the nonsense this spring and summer.
1: And only if you allow allowed to look, let me, let me tell you something. Here's what I mean by that. Look, uh, and, and, and I, if you think I'm going to feel bad about this, you are crazy and don't know me. I'm here for the sports, all this other stuff that that's going on, you know, I'll let y'all have I'm here. What about, what, what about this? What about that? You know, we need to do this. We need to do that. You know, COVID I'm here for the sports. So I am 100% geeked up because I get regular season baseball in one week. I, I'm, I've had enough of being beat down and downtrodden by all this other crap. I'm not wallowing in it. I refuse to. When baseball starts up, get buck. Let's roll, and I'm ready for that. We'll have put basketball right after that, and hopefully, uh, it'll be uh, crescendoed by by some good old fashioned football. But I am not going to let all this other crap beat me down and keep me from enjoying one of the greatest joys of my life, and that's athletic competition. Not going to do it. Uh, If anybody else wants to, you go right ahead. It won't be me.
0: Yeah, I'll get there. I just am surprised that my interest didn't pick right back
1: up the day they hit the. Go switch you know what I mean yeah oh I know what you mean I'm just not going to be there I'm not going to live in that world I'm not I won't well, I will I will focus on the games because that's what matters to me
0: I could promise you come opening day my son's going to be my side and we're going to be all over that MLB package just watching games here and there I really look forward to that I think that'll be
1: one of the biggest treats we've had since March at least for me, uh, you and you and me, you and me both, you know, and I haven't even checked on this yet, but I would like to think I'm hoping uh, that there's there's a pro rating going on for extra innings packages. You know, I'm surely they're not going to charge you one hundred and seventy something dollars uh, for for 60 games and, and you're losing one hundred and something games. I can't imagine it'd be the same price, but I haven't checked on it yet. I mean, I'll certainly do it when it's time next week, but I haven't checked to see if they're pro rating this or not. Well, they better be or they're going to hear from me. Well, but, see, you're in a situation, though. I mean, and I know you like that, buddy, but you're in an in, in enviable situation in the sense that, I mean, you're a Braves fan. You can watch every game. Without the extra innings package, I can't watch anything for my team. I have to have it you know, to be able to watch them. And look, if I have to pay $179 to get my games, then, then so be it. It's still only going to shake out the $3 a game, and I can live with that, but I would hope that I wouldn't have to. You know, but that's the only way the only way I'm going to watch be able to watch my team uh, without that package is if they're playing your team or the Redbirds, because, you know, believe it or not on 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 demand, uh, because this Jackson, Tennessee, did you know it is not considered a Braves or a Cardinals market, but a red market. And then when the Reds play the pot, when my team plays the Reds or whoever it is uh, on on demand, those games are blacked out here.
0: Well, I'm a baseball fan in general, so yes, that's true with the Braves, but I just like to watch, especially National League stuff.
1: Yeah, I I do too. I mean, But, I mean, look, if my boys are playing, that's who I'm watching every time. Every time. Make no mistake. And it works out beautifully for me because I get off the air at 8 o'clock and I'll come home, you know, put my feet up, feed my puppy dogs, you know, rub my belly a little bit, and uh, 9.05 is first pitch.
0: My friend, I'm going to let you go. I'm going to take my kids to the pool for a night of swimming and pizza, which would be fun. And before we do that, I want to give you a chance to promote your shows, your Twitter handle, anything like that.
1: Well, right now, let me just promote my Twitter handle. I'm still doing a show, but I I, I and I, and I'll – continue to do that but i can't tell you uh what the numbers are going to be <laughs> which exactly for who that's a day-to-day thing so one thing i will tell you right now is you can find me at @cheapseatsbass. cheap seats bass that does not change on twitter
0: he's seabass. bass i'm chris lee thanks for listening to the vandy sports podcast this will probably be the only one this week but certainly we'll be back with more episodes and we appreciate you listening we will see you then